Welcome to day 188 of the new way. I'll read Luke 14, 28 through 35. Suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? For if you lay the foundation and are not able to finish it, everyone who sees it will ridicule you, saying, this person began to build and wasn't able to finish. Or suppose a king is about to go to war against another king. Won't he first sit down and consider whether he is able with 10,000 men to oppose the one coming against him with 20,000? If he is not able, he will send a delegation while the other is still a long way off and will ask for terms of peace. In the same way, those of you who do not give up everything you have cannot be my disciples. Salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is neither fit for the soil nor for the manure pile. It is thrown out. Whoever has ears to hear, let him hear. Jesus is saying, count the cost. On day 106, we discussed some of the things you would need to give up to become a follower of Jesus. You may want to review that. We also discuss things that you gain as a result of inviting Jesus into your empty God-shaped vacuum. It's your choice. In Luke 14:33, what does Jesus say is a requirement for being an obedient follower? Luke 14:33, in the same way those of you who do not give up everything you have cannot be my disciples. Oh, what does that mean? It means simply letting go of ownership and letting Jesus be completely in charge of yourself. Luke 14.34 is another strong statement, but Jesus wants you to understand it. Salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? Jesus says that his followers will be like salt on day 72. We looked at that. Here he simply states a fact. If salt is not salty, what do you do with it? It's not good for anything. You can't even throw it out on the yard. It will kill the grass. You can't even throw it in the compost, compost heap. It will kill the fertilizer's effect. It is worthless. I believe that he's referring to a person who has invited Jesus into his God-shaped vacuum, but who refuses 
to obey his instructions. He, either by ignorance or deliberately, is following self instead of the Holy Spirit. Jesus states that they are worthless in his kingdom, and they are some of the most miserable fellows you will ever meet. I want you to see another scripture where Jesus taught this same thing. I'll read Revelation 3, 15 through 17. I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either one or the other. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I am about to spit you out of my mouth. You say, I am rich, I have acquired wealth, and do not need a thing. But you do not realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. In these verses, Jesus gives a very similar message to a group of followers who were not following the Holy Spirit's instructions. Jesus says that they were not hot, obeying the Holy Spirit, and they were not cold, empty, and it made him want to vomit. How do we stay salty? By obedience. Don't conform to this world's way of thinking or it will dull you. Read too many of this world's books and it will dull you. Spend too much time with friends who are not followers or followers who are not obedient and it will dull you. Spend too much time on your computer or watching TV or playing video games and it will dull you. Be on the lookout for anything that lessens your desire to grow in Jesus. One time a Bible teacher asked us to quickly draw a chart to include all the hours of the last month. She asked us to mark out the hours we slept and worked or were in school. Then she asked us to indicate all the hours that we spent pursuing God in Bible study, prayer, worship, or ministry. I was shocked at how little time I gave to God. I pray that you will grow in your commitment to be his disciple and obedient follower. In his service, Dale.